and welcome back to another week of Kent and the Steering Team. You are joined, as always, by myself, Drew, and my colleague, Phil. Hello. Unfortunately, Kent can't be here this week. He has been taken by the hand of Kim Jong-un and escorted over to North Korea. Escorted, carried, merrily frolicked. Whimsically escorted. (laughs) Yes, 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 all of that and uh, a whole lot more. That's where... Uh, the goings on is. Um, Indeed. On today's show, we've got a structure. We have a structure. We can actually say on today's show. Yes, on today's show, you'll hear more about North Korea. Um, you'll hear a little bit, uh, a little bit of uh, bad name chat about <laughs> the uh, irregularities of some names. <laughs> Indeed. And of course, then we've also got um, our adventures to see the killers. Mm. As well, that's coming up a little bit later on the show, and of course, wonderful, uh, wonderful, wonderful, and of course, um, a, another inductee into the Kent of the Week Hall of Fame. Another one. But first, as I burp slide <coughs> quietly in the background, there having some uh, a liter of cola. A liter um, of cola. Drusef, how is Yusuf? Not Yusuf, you. I mean you, not the guy Yusuf. You mean like Cat Stevens? How are you? Is his real name Yusuf? No, he changed his name to Yusuf Islam. Really? Really. I thought he was some Greek guy. He's British. Oh, that's what I know. Okay. Why? Okay. So why Yusuf Islam? Uh, because he converted his beliefs. Wait, so that means if I was a Catholic, my name would have to be Phil Catholic? Sure. That doesn't make sense. Let's go with that one. Oh, for goodness sake. Okay, how are you? <coughs> I am good, thank you. How are you? I'm um, just swell, of course, this evening. We went and saw uh, Super Troopers 2. We we did indeed. One of the last sessions in cinemas in this country, which is a bit of a shambles, but anyway, or, or a bit of a disgrace. But anyway, it was awesome, loved it. Um, the only downside was that you did not go up to that counter and order a litre of cola. Which I have accidentally done in the past, of course. Yeah, this time it should have been intentional. For those of you that are not aware, the liter of cola phrase does originate from the cult classic Super Troopers. To which we... uh, Gem. Absolute gem. To which we got to thoroughly enjoy a sequel that was, what, 17 years in the making? Wow, that long. Jesus. Mm. Absolutely loved it, though. Awesome. Go see it. I mean, obviously you can't. There, actually, there are there are a couple four o'clock sessions being showed for the next week and a half. Of at course, the Entertainment Quarter? At Entertainment Quarter here in Sydney. Of course, if you're listening to this, um, you're probably listening to about three weeks late, so therefore ignore what I'm saying. Doesn't exist. Too late. Wait till it's on DVD or obtain some other way. But of course, try and support the guys because they're legends at the Broken Lizard Squad. Indeed they are. Um, yes. Let's move it along to our first uh, topic of the day, shall we? Yes. Well, we have a topic. Oh, we have a few. The topic, the DPRK, North Korea. Indeed. So, and, uh, and a little bit of South Korea and a lot of America because everything has to have a lot of America of these days. Of course it does. Of course it does. There's no uh, world topic without involving America in some way. Um, of course, we are talking about the goings-on in North Korea where the North and South have uh, met and uh, had some chats and uh, And begun, begun to bridge their um, their... Very tenuous relationship that has been held in a war that has gone on for what over fifty yeah something like that years of late at of, least of late though it's been soldiers throwing a rock or two over the the uh, 
the, uh, across the dead dead zone or the the blank area, the demilitarized demilitarized zone. zone that's the word. It doesn't I can just respond. picture them with slingshots. Just like, oh, they're just yeah, they're being chatcasters to each other. The other one is, of course, the speakers. The uh, speakers since the Cold War that have been blasting propaganda in the opposite directions from the opposite sides uh, into the other one. Very true. I mean, really, if you're on the South Korean side, you just have to put up like a TV or something like that, really, because the the North Korean side would have like an ancient CRT TV with a fat back on it. Whereas the North, uh, the, the South will have these Samsung flat we, screen TVs because they're we Samsung. Don't, we don't really country. know. North Korea could could be like Wakanda for all we know. They they could sure. have all this incredible of hidden course, technology. Wakanda being the uh, mythical um, or the made up country in Africa that is in the Marvel world. Mythical, I like that. <coughs> Something well, mythical about North Korea. Yeah, well, there is. Well, I mean, of course, I have seen clips where uh, North Koreans. Um, were receiving packages, kind of like humanitarian packages, mm. religious organizations, where they were in there, uh, as well as food, taping USBs for it. So obviously, they, oh, well, I would hope they got ways to view these USBs, because on the USBs, they were putting <laughs> television, American television shows, to try and show that America actually isn't as bloodthirsty, well, you know, in context of what they've been told in North Korea, as bloodthirsty as they really yeah, I led to believe. So, yeah, to just try yeah. and make the people feel a little bit less um, threatened by America. Um, so that's cool. Um, it, so it was a, it was a very interesting circumstance, though, in which yes. they the the two leaders of their countries they they met up and President Moon Jae In and uh, Kim Jong Un. <laughs> Continue. They 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 met. They shook hands. Uh, Kim took a took a step into South Korea and and took a couple of steps. They went for a little bit of a stroll. He, he did, he did. And um, there, there was a moment there where the cameras caught them almost giggling or, or laughing to the, to yeah. each other while shaking hands or, yeah. or lo- locked in arms or linked in arms. And um, and they almost giggled, and they suddenly made an about turn. Mm. And yeah, well, uh, apparently President Moon um, made made the comment. <laughs> Made the comment, oh, well, when, when do I get to set foot into into your country? And Kim takes him by the hand and goes, why don't we do it now? And they just smiled and run over and... <laughs> hand in hand. Giggle. Took a leap into North Korea. They stepped over the concrete block that separates the two nations. Um, what's the place? I wrote down the name of it because I actually can't... I couldn't, why the hell do I remember what this place is called? Um, what? Which one? Name of it? I wrote down the name of it somewhere. Uh, Pan Panmunjom, Panmunjom, you know that place. Yes. Um, yes, they they were there, and then they stepped over the concrete block into each other's nations, and then of course they spent some time in South Korea, around the border, obviously. Um, at deep one point, in discussion. Yes, deep in con- uh, discussion. Lots of conversation going on, and um, of course they signed the treaty. Mm-hmm. They signed the treaty to uh, um, pretty much denuclearize. North the entire Korea. no no not just North Korea but the but entire well. Korean yeah. Peninsula is uh, the correct wording that I heard. Um, it's kind of like the pre-treaty though, isn't it? Yeah, it's not the real treaty. They are they. It's the first step in a much larger process. It's the agreement to engage in forming an agreement, mm. pretty much. Now, what's really interesting here is how did this all come about? Now, if you were to I ask. Don't know. I don't look. If you were to ask Australian Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull, he would tell you without hesitation that all credit goes to U.S. President Donald Trump. I said to you earlier during the week when we were talking about this briefly that 
I reckon, in Turnbull doing that. He's just trying to graduate from Trumbull back to Turnbull with... Uh, oh, 100%. With uh, Mr. Trump there. Um, of course, he was famously called Trumbull. And, uh, He's yeah. been causing a lot of Trumbull ever since. <laughs> <laughs> He's not enjoying himself so much. So he'd like to be oh, on no. either first-name basis or at least Turnbull. Uh, with the president. So, of course, he gave all the, the credit. He ended up giving some credit to China as well in the end. Yeah, the... Um, Got to give our coal uh, allies there some support. Yeah. Hey, you want some more of our coal? <laughs> you think we think you're doing a great job there, China. <laughs> so that's what I think's happened there. He well and truly tried to cover all bases, didn't he? He did, he did. Um, you know, he, he wasn't the only one actually giving some credit to Donald Trump. Of course, uh, President Moon Jae-in... Uh, gave some um, due, uh, you know, some dues to Donald Trump and some saying due credit, due credit, and saying that he should win the Nobel Peace Prize for his hand in in bringing North Korea to the um, deliberation table to the you know to come out and actually try and come up with some solution. Which can, is can you see it happening? Can you I see would, him getting it? No, because I don't think that. Uh, group can give can bear to give Trump that sort of award mm. because he'll tarnish that reward for forever. I think. Can you think about if you win it next year? You win it next year and you go, um, oh look at this! I got the Nobel Peace Prize. Wow! What? What? Who? Who else has won this award? Uh, Donald Trump. Oh, so it's not that good, is it? It's like winning a Grammy. No one wants a Grammy. Why does no one want a Grammy? I don't know. There's a running joke on The Simpsons that no one wants a bloody Grammy. Yeah, but that's from a show that should never win a Grammy. Yeah, well... Although, oddly enough, they've been nominated a few times. Because The Simpsons are awesome with Danny Elfman there. Um, no, yeah, look. Uh, 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 look, sure, Trump has definitely... With bully tac- tactics, has definitely helped bring North Korea to this kind of point. What I'm more surprised with is... What what the hell? Like, North Korea have been so threatening this whole time and so like, oh, don't mess with us or we'll blow you up. We'll, we'll blow the whole world up. We don't care about blowing up the world. We'll be fine. Who cares? Whatever. Blah, 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 blah. But now suddenly, boop, done. No, nah, sorry. We're going to actually turn off everything and shut down all of our um, test sites and everything like that. Well, it makes you wonder what they're thinking and what their tactic is with this because they wouldn't be going into this without a plan. Well, as you said, they might very well be uh, having some sort of hidden agenda there from mm. Kim Jong-un. If only his name was Sun, because then it'd be Sun and Moon from the North and the South. Get it? Yeah, I, I got it. <laughs> okay, so you, you got it. You just went I got it. the That's, ridiculousness of it all. It's, it's borderline on par with your flag suggestions. Flag suggestions are great, though. Everyone no, loves it. No, they're not. Everyone loves us naming the states of the United States. No, they don't. I like us naming the states of the United States. Given that there is no one to support you in this right now. I think that you're going to do Oh, thank you there. Oh, thank you. Sorry, what? What? Huh? What was that? Nothing. Um, what? <laughs> sun and moon. Well, on and moon. <laughs> in this case... It's like you burp just before saying sun. Sun. Uh, sun and moon. Um. Uh, yeah. You know what the, my favourite thing about this whole uh, kind of 
about face and uh, decision to come together between the North and the South has been. You know what my favourite moment was? What was it? When uh, they stood in front of some tree, um, some oak tree or something like the pine tree it was, a pine tree dating back to 1953. Um, they decided to stand in front of it with a pile of dirt from each country, or soil to be more technical. Um, pile of dirt and a shovel, some white gloves on so they don't have to hold the shovel like common folk. And uh, they both decided to tip some uh, dirt from their own countries onto this uh, pine tree. Um, of course, the dirt from the south was a lighter brown, kind of more healthy looking. And then the dirt from... Actually, no, soil's meant to be more dark brown or black looking. So the North Korean soil was better. It was dark brown or black almost. And the South Korean soil was light brown. It's probably because there's a lot more manure up there. Also because there's not actually been anyone there that's actually done any sort of damage to it because there's just nothing going on up there. Um, <laughs> uh, what was interesting though was that uh, King Jong-un is actually horrible at throwing uh, shovels of dirt because the South Korean president, Moon, got it right onto the, the soil patch under the tree whereas Kim Jong-un made it all fall over just the lovely white uh, gravel around the tree. It just looked horrific after that. It looks like someone had slipped over with the uh, with the shovel um so that was a shame he also in his all black attire looked a little bit like a penguin um looked hilarious like a penguin or like the penguin um a penguin an, an emperor penguin yeah <laughs> he looked hilarious it was brilliant great great sight scenes you never see him from the back that's the weird thing if you think about it you never see kim jong-un from the back it's true no and here he was shoveling from the back, leaning over, he looked ridiculous. It was brilliant. Um, yeah, so there we go. They, they put some soil on the tree, and then they signed the treaties. What's going to be interesting is, and I, I've said this to you before, I reckon what's going to happen when they uh, invite all the uh, world leaders, or world leaders, world representatives, um, to come and view them shutting down their nuclear test site mm. in North Korea, uh, I reckon they're just going to go, oh, whoops, and actually launch a whole bunch of uh, nuclear missiles and it's going to destroy a lot of the world that's what i think is going to happen and of course those people aren't in their countries to try and prevent it because they're there that's what i think is going to happen it's a very grim outlook well what else are they what what other wait so so what does kim jong-un tell the people of north korea hey guys we're actually going to, and of course they're, they're changing the North Korean clocks to match South Korean time as well. So they're moving it by half an hour again. So it matches up, uh, back up with South Korea as it should. Mm. Um, so what are they going to be telling them that, uh, hey, so basically we, we were lied. wrong and we lied and the rest of the world's fine. And you're not going to be like mauled to death or have your juggler ripped apart by some American person. So, ta-da, we're going to stop this uh, nuclear shenanigans and uh open the borders or well, not necessarily open the borders but just stop the bullshit what what are they what what they lose north korea completely lose by doing all this so what else are they doing what's the reason for it why this like i said just sudden change of heart where they just go oh let's meet with south korea let's meet with donald trump and let's sign off and have all of our test sites shut down and make it a zero nuclear peninsula what the hell what, what that is just not logical so we've got to work on the assumption that this is not going to cave at any 
point in the process that they will go ahead mm. and continue this because otherwise they have to somehow account for the lies that they've told their own people for decades. Mm. So you're saying we have to assume that this will be, this is just a kind of world public. Well, there's been numerous attempts over the decades mm. to try and bridge, bridge the ties, but this so far seems to have been the most successful. What's really interesting is that, so while Trump's coming out to meet with Kim Jong-un about stopping North Korea's nuclear kind of situation, um, the deal with Iran, I think it's Iran that they have, which is kind of like a landmark deal that Obama kind of brought in, he wants to change that or cancel that deal, which basically means that Iran's going to start up their nuclear uh, program again if they um, are not going to re-agree on this fantastic agreement for America. But anyway, that's just Trump being a bit thick-headed, I think, there. Um, so that means that once again, we'll have another superpower that we can all be afraid of in this world. And it's not North Korea anymore. It's not Russia. It's not Afghanistan after the... Uh, um, or Afghanistan or Iraq after the Iraq wars, it's actually now we can be afraid of Iran. Mm. Yay! So that's who uh, gets to be the next big scary superpower that all the world leaders have to tell us that they're fighting off. The new flavor of the decade. Yeah, sounds like it. North Korea kind of came and went a bit quickly there. Poor things, they were kind of around a little bit. They know. kind of weave in and out. It's, yeah. it's like they make guest appearances after dominating the early 50s. Yeah, indeed. A bit sad for them. Um... But yeah, we can only hope that it all goes really well and we're all alive uh, to bring you more podcasts in a few weeks' time. Yeah. I mean, obviously next week, but you know, when this happens. Yeah. But we will keep you updated. We will, uh, hopefully. Hopefully we don't just uh, completely forget about it all. Um, <laughs> let's move on to topic number two for the, uh, the, the show. Oh, I thought we were numbering them. Yes, topic number two. This one's called... Uh, let's think of a name. Names so bad, you feel sorry for the people. But do we? Well, a little bit. Also, what the hell were those parents thinking? I don't know. All right. So basically the other day, Philip and I were in the car on the phone to a dear friend of mine who was telling us about a person that she knew who had an interesting name. And by interesting, we mean... We think it was a pretty dumb name. Look, it's not. It's not a rare. Na- oh, it's actually kind of rare. It's, it's kind a, of rare because people think it's a bit ridiculous. I don't know. But um, it led us to think about names. The name in question was Gareth. <laughs> Gareth. Gareth. Now I'm sure there are a lot of lovely people out there with the name Gareth. Mm. Probably a lot of you. Well, you have to be. You know, got to have a really strong character to have the name Gareth. Yeah, you got to be able to. You got to be able to have such a incredible personality that like people a, don't Keith. get hooked on the name. It's like Keith. You almost seem a little bit like your bone. I know some Keiths, and I feel sorry for them because yeah. <laughs> but Keith is a little bit of a name like that. Um, Gareth. Wait. <laughs> look. The next name on that list that I wrote down it was Garth. Now I know a Garth. I know Garth Tander, famous Australian race car driver. He's a legend. He make, makes the Garth name sound cool. But Garth is a little bit, I don't know, not a, I can't ever imagine naming a child Garth. No, I, I can't either. My name of Garfield. Another crap name, but that's because it was for a pet. A cat. That was an arsehole. 
and ate all the lasagna. Oh, that bastard cat. Ginger. Don't take it out in the sun. Um, yeah, God. <laughs> I wrote down Winston as well. Look, I, uh, there's nothing... I can't criticise Winston because like unfortunately... No, because it's the name of one of the Ghostbusters. Yeah, but still, Winston. Hello, my name's Winston. Oh, okay. I feel sorry for you. I'd feel more sorry for them if they got nicknamed Winnie. Indeed. Uh, I actually have another race car driver. Two more race car driver names on this list. And they're real names. Real, genuine Just names. Just prefacing that one. They're real. Number one is an Australian race car legend named Dick Johnson. <laughs> uh, also known as Penis Penis. Or, I don't know, Phallic Wiener. Richard Schlong. Richard Schlong. Yeah, so his name is Dick Johnson. Um, uh, was it was it a joke? Like, I know he's probably Richard. Richard Johnson. I also don't know why Dick is short for Richard. That just is bizarre. Um, but Dick, Dick Johnson. It's right up there with Mike Hunt. <laughs> really? I can't see that word. I can hear you laughing. Mike Hunt. <laughs> well, there's Bend Over as well. <laughs> No, but Mike Hunt. Huge ass. That's Hugh. Or Hugh G. Rection. (laughs) (laughs) Dick Johnson is his name. Famous Australian race car driver. And moving on to the next name. Next one is an American NASCAR driver. And his name is Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle. Um, So... <laughs> that one has to be. <laughs> the parents have to have known what that is. Like, come on. Maybe they thought he'd be nicknamed Richie. <laughs> no, they knew that he'd be Dick. He grew up with a he. <laughs> what were you about to say? He grew up with a what? With Dick Trickle. <laughs> no. So he's, I feel like there's treatments for that now. So is that is that taken seriously? Like, if someone goes, G'day, Dick. Mr. Trickle, can I have your, your autograph there, sir? They, was it ever a joke? That's what I want to know. Was Dick Johnson ever a joke and it just stuck? And it's almost like when someone has a nickname... You know, like nicknames, like nicknames, some people don't like their nickname, but it doesn't matter. It's their nickname. You just get it. That's it. You're stuck with it. Yeah, like Knobhead. No, not like that. That's because that's just, no one uses that. That's just ridiculous. That's a terrible nickname. Only, um, you know, I haven't, I don't know why I've earned that. I haven't done anything wrong to deserve that. So that would be a ridiculous nickname for me to have the nickname Knobhead. Who said Um, anything about you having that nickname? (laughs) Oh, I know that I have that nickname. So, Drew, leave it alone. As in the, that name. Drew Lee, that alone. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. No, this is my chocolate. Oh, you mean that you'll take the, what I said. Um, yeah, no. Like, so Dick Johnson and Dick Trickle. <laughs> That's not very good of the parents. Don't you think about that stuff? Like, there's a TV, there's this. I think about it when it's people I know that have poor names. 
Like, what if your last name is Murray? No, yeah, there's a TV commercial where the guy's name, last name is Murray, and they want to name their son Callum. And then he goes, hang on. <laughs> and he thinks about the fact that all through his life, his son's going to be named Callum Murray. Callum Murray? Yeah. So they don't. They don't call him that. You know? Yeah. Hmm. Callum Murray. Why didn't these parents think about it? Dick Trickle. <laughs> Richard Trickle. What's short for Richard? Dick. Richie. Dick, Dick Trickle. Richard. No, that Trickle. sounds fine. Dick Trickle. No, that that's nothing. That's another thing. I'm just going to go... Uh, huh, just while you're giving birth, I'm just going to go take a trickle in the toilet, right? No worries, hon. Dick Trickle. Yeah, no, there's nothing... I can't imagine anything going wrong there. Could be worse. Name could be William. <coughs> William? Will Trickle. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, but that's like the, the guy that was, you know... Will E.M. Remember? What? Oh, yeah. Mm. That's right. I forgot about that. Come over you won us at Ken of the Week. Maybe yeah. we did. Yeah, we gave it to him. Yeah. Your name is Willie M. Uh, and then, of course, the last name. We have a really short list. But the last name on the list was Dominic. Yeah. <laughs> so not, not a Dick Johnson or a Dick Trickle. Just Dominic. Big Dom. Condom. Assholes. Oh, yeah. Completely. So I had a dick... Uh, sorry, I had a... <laughs> sorry, I got a dick on the line. <laughs> Clearly. So I had a Dominic repair my computer once. My laptop that we were talking about earlier. Oh, yes. Which doesn't work. Um, had it repaired. Now, he didn't give me the password to log into the computer because it was set up with a test account. And so I asked him... Oh, hey, man, I just need the password to get onto the computer, like, to test it. What's the password? Mm. And he, he wrote back in text, um, test123, dot, dot, dot. And the dot, dot, dot at the end of there makes it feel like he was giving me attitude. Like, you know, like how you'd kind of be like, yeah? Yeah. Well, how the hell was I supposed to know it was test123? Sure. Sure. I could have probably typed that in. But why the hell would I know? It could have been Dominic is a legend or something like that. Why the hell would I know what it was? So he doesn't have to give me attitude, jerk. I gave him money. You paid him. Mm. Piece of crap. Uh, yeah, Dominic. You, so you said that you had someone... No. <laughs> you I had... say that. What did I say? You knew someone named Dominic. They were <laughs> a bit of a... Yes, I did, once upon a time. They weren't the best of persons. No, and it took years for anyone to come up with the nickname Condom. Don't know why it took them that long, but... Thank you to whoever did come up with that. I have a button undone on my pants, by the way. Just fixing that up. Thanks for sharing. No, just fixing that up. Um, yeah, so Dominic, not a very good name. Ugh, if you can think of any more. One, I actually have a question for you, Drusif. I have. Why? Yeah. Why is Harry short for Henry? Because his hands are all sweaty. I don't know. No, Harry's hands not aren't sweaty. It was Ron's hands that were sweaty. That's right, it is Ron's hands that are sweaty. Your hands are sweaty. I can't get this button up. Your hands all sweaty. Extra ventilation. Yeah, no, okay, so, I don't know. I don't understand names. Why is Jamie short for James when James is the same length as Jamie? Why is, yeah, Harry Jim, short? Jimmy, James. Yeah, how many different versions of the name do you want? Just make it all the it's same. too many. Just Way too many. Yeah, um, why already. is Jack short for John? 
Same number of letters. Yeah, I don't get that. Again, the Harry and Henry. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Dick and Richard. They're just stupid. Makes no sense whatsoever. Sue and Susan. No, I get that one. That's fine. What women names are there that crap? Thuthan. 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 Are there any crap women names? Are there? I said Madison, but you quite like the name Madison. I don't mind the name Madison. I don't really have an issue with it. Uh... Crap women's names. Well, that's that sounds so harsh because we said bad names for guys. Okay, bad uh, name for women. Bad names for women. Olga. You just sound heavy. Olga. Set. You just sound heavy. Set. Same with Gertrude. Dolores. Dolores. Gertrude. Beryl. <laughs> Beryl. <laughs> Beryl. You just sound like you're heavy set. By a long way. I don't know. I find I find Jan an awkward one because. I know Jen, and they're like, lovely. Yeah, yeah like, but it's just... But something. it's an awkward name. Why Why don't you just leave the E on and go Jane? Well, I thought for a long time that this person named Jan was Jam. J-A-M. <laughs> oh, of course, I was a child at the time. Please tell me you called them Jam. Yeah, because I thought they were called Jam. But Jam, Jam, it sounds the same. Yeah. I did make it, they were Jan and Jam then, but they just sounded very similar. So, you know, got to It'd be remember. nice if they were married to a James and then you could say Jimmy Jam. Yeah, but let's not touch that subject. Um, <coughs> shall we move along? We shall. We've actually got a special treat for you guys today. We it's have... an extra segment that we didn't mention earlier. Yeah, th- so this did. is a fun little surprise for the middle of the show. We went and made a little trip to Coles and got a box of Cadbury Oreo. Cadbury coated your favorite Oreo cookies coated in deliciously smooth Cadbury chocolate. Now, of course, there's been out for some time the Cadbury uh, Oreo chocolate, which was Cadbury. No, wait, it was Cadbury with Oreo in it. Mm. And now it's Oreo with Cadbury on it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Let's see if it, th- this we're time gonna, We're going to crack one open. Crack it open. Uh, just going to crack that. Crack that uh, thing open there. Yep. It looks a little bit like uh, Tim Tam that's been out in the sun a little bit. <laughs> it does, Wow. It? Okay. I'm going to try it on air for you. Here you go. Alrighty. Um. Okay. I don't know how I feel about this. Well, I'm a massive fan of... Two different types of chocolate at once. Mm. I'm a massive weird. fan of Oreos. Mm. Massive fan of Cadbury. Mm. Massive fan of the the uh, Cadbury chocolate with Oreo in it. Am I a fan of the Oreo with Cadbury around it? Because there's a fair bit of Cad- of uh, Oreo there. There's um, a fair bit of Cadbury in there too. And then the cream in the middle. Which is different to the one that's in the, the uh, normal chocolate. Mmm. <clears throat> not sure. Mmm. Super weird. Of course, I'm going to crack open uh, some more liter of color. Yeah, I think we need to wash it down with some Coke. That's the powder, of course. Mmm. <laughs> I'm just going to drink that uh, drain cleaner. Mm. Uh, So that was one. 
actually going to do eat the other one now. Just need to yeah, so test, it, test it a little bit more. You're not going to dunk it in the cola? No, I'm not a psycho. Drew, are you a psycho? No, you I'm not. Psychopath. I'm not. My God. But I must say, this is the first time in who knows how many years they've just straight up eaten an Oreo without twisting it open to eat it. Well, you can't. can't get I know. I know. That's probably why I'm still on the fence about this. Mum says that chocolate isn't good for dogs. But you can have the rest of my milk. <laughs> to quote the uh, Oreo ad. Do you remember when Oreos first were here? No worries. That's right. I certainly do. I just remember having... So growing up, I only ever had that assorted Arnott's mix. Remember the assorted almond? The assorted almond? Almond. Arnott's, Arnott's mix. mix. Yes, I remember it. Remember how's the Oreo looking one in there? The chocolate one? Yes. And it wasn't that chocolatey. It was more malty. Well, I remember the first time I had an Oreo and I was like, Oh my God. That's what chocolate biscuits should taste like. And that was my favorite Oreo. Uh, favorite cream filled biscuit ever still is and whenever I have the Arnott's assorted I always get disappointed by it when I see those uh, Oreo looking looking ones um but yeah do you remember having your first Oreo no I don't okay I really I just they were always there I I believe no they were never there for me I believe the first time I had an Oreo was that Back when schools were cool and you could actually... No, that's not true. They were never cool. Back when people weren't obsessed with diets, back when I was a child, and you could actually have junk food at school if it was to celebrate something, a birthday or end of term or something like that. You could have a little get-together and party. You could bring stuff stuff in instead of having to bring a freshly mowed lawn in for the children to taste now um, as the (laughs) reward for a birthday. Um... Yeah, I, I, I just remember the idea that uh, this American cookie sitting on the table uh, was bizarre and confusing for me. I picked one up and I ate it and I had another one and then I had another and then everyone else was like, oh, let's have them too. And there were none left and I had to go back to eating my tiny teddies. Jerks. That's how I feel about root beer versus cola. I don't like root beer. What is wrong with you? <coughs> We've established as a fair beer. Root beer is amazing. Well, no. What is root beer? What's it made of? Rooted food? To be honest, I can't remember. <laughs> I just love the taste. I don't. It's like ginger beer. Ginger beer can get absolutely royally far away from me. I don't mind ginger beer, but it's not... It's not the same as root beer. Oh, yuck, and all those specks of ginger in it. Yuck. Psychos. No, ginger beer is gross. So that was our tasting part of the show. Uh, we'll try and have another taste for you next week. Uh, probably just me eating the background like I tend to do anyway. Um, Chewing the fat. <coughs> of course. <coughs> Excuse me. We also have our Kinder Chocolates here. Ooh. Kinder Chocolates. Uh, they're actually Kinder Chocolate Minis. That means mm. that they're little versions of Kinder Chocolate, and we've been munching them down all episode, in fact. I know. Uh, Maybe Kinder will sponsor us. Well, if Kinder sponsors us, that would be Send fantastic. us some free bags. 
Of course, don't send us Bueno because Bueno's not the nicest because I don't like any of the stuff. Send me Bueno, I'll eat Bueno. I love the the new one, the dark Bueno. It's delicious. Kinder, if you choose to to send us Ferrero Rocher stuff, no thank you, I don't eat that stuff. Only plain, more more plain stuff. Thank you very much. Because of course we know I'm not a fan of caramel, not a fan of nuts in my chocolate or fruit in my chocolate because I'm not an absolute psychopath. Uh, Yeah, peanut butter and chocolate, gross. People are psychos. Reese's wheel things, whatever the hell they are, can all be smelted down into just chocolate. You mean mess. the peanut butter cups? Sure. They can be thrown in the bin. I like those. Oh, yeah. Put them on the moon. <coughs> um, let's move swiftly along now to segment number four. We lied to you instead of segment number three. <laughs> Please forgive us. <laughs> Uh, so, we went and saw The Killers on the weekend. We did, indeed. We did, we did, we did. And, uh, thoughts, very quickly, your thoughts on The Killers live? Incredible. Absolutely would concur. They were fantastic. They're probably the sec- my second favorite thing that I've seen live. I've seen Coldplay twice, and I've mm. seen The Killers, I've seen Taylor Swift, you know, among others, and blah, blah, blah. The Killers, this wonderful, wonderful tour... Probably my second favorite live performance. After the Coldplay, Milo's, Iloto mm-hmm. show, which I, I completely agree with you mm-hmm. there. But, you know, gotta say, with the killers, they absolutely killed it. Mm-hmm. They truly were killers. Um, yeah, no, it was fantastic. So, obviously, all the crowd favorites. Obviously. Um, and... What they were able to achieve up on stage and the quality of the singing and performance. Mm. Um, I mean, primarily it, from Brandon Flowers. Is just it was just a full show, wasn't it? Unbelievable. He is a phenomenal live singer and his charisma and his engagement with the crowd is just fantastic. And you can see the whole show, he was smiling up there and so excited to be up on stage. He was loving every mm. second of it. Mm. He especially lit up when he looked out at the stands mm. and he could see that no one was sitting. Everyone mm. was up out of their chairs dancing. Mm. And you see that he just feeds off that energy and gives it back tenfold to the crowd. Yeah, it's, Ab- it's true. Absolutely incredible. Very really. True. And they played all the great songs. Mm. I, they only, I think, maybe a couple that we would have liked to have heard that yeah. didn't make the cut. For sure, of course they played, and of course they were going to play my favourite song, All These Things That You've Done. Um, they, I, yeah. I especially love during that performance of all these things that, that you've done they were uh, almost Brandon was jumping from uh, stage speaker to stage speaker or stage block to stage oh, block wasn't that amazing. And, and, and looking over at drummer staring him in the eyes and like is this the block that's going to fire up the song and with each time he'd jump he'd slam down a, a and he missed the beat on one I saw that and he cracked it's like no no <laughs> Yeah, and then no. finally, it was almost like starting up a lawnmower and pulling that ripcord yeah. and it wouldn't fire. Do it again, it wouldn't fire. And finally when they got it and they just started going into the heavy beat and the... And to hear that crowd chanting, I got sold, but I'm not a soldier. That was... Oh, that, that, that made my day, that, that moment, especially because that's one of my favorite lines in a song ever. And to have I'm very... this chant and the fact that everyone just got in on it. It was just oh, yeah. awesome to hear that whole arena 
going off with it. I'm very happy they played your favorite. They also managed to pull in my favorite of theirs too, Dustland Fairy Tale. Mm. And and oh. and you you had a lovely experience during that song. Oh didn't yes, you? I had some psychopath come over and talk to me. Some drunk psychopath talk to me. Yeah, now I don't know what the hell he was trying to offer me or what he was suggesting, but I think he was trying to set me up with some uh, clearly about. 55 to 65 year old guy and I have no idea who they, the hell they were and I didn't know if that guy knew who this guy was but anyway he was trying to make it happen or something like I don't know what the hell he was saying he was just a, a kind facilitator a psychopathic piece of shit that needed to get far away from me because I wasn't there to talk to stupid drunk people they can all get oh hang on I've just been reminded now and this is going to piss me off the person in front of us dancing. Yes. We have to talk oh, about this this fuck. individual. I thought it was a woman for a little while. I thought... <laughs> yeah, you did. Just point blank. It, you thought it was a woman. I'm, I'm sorry, but you rock up to a show with your hair in a yeah, bob. bob. <laughs> perfect bob. Perfect bob swaying and flicking it Your hair in a perfect bob wearing... A, what was a blue long sleeve top and black corduroy overalls. <laughs> And the person next to us, we kept talking to them and saying, we should just unclip the... the <laughs> unclip the overalls. The overalls, let them drop. So this this man, let's, let's call him a man. This uh, person. This person was a shoulder dancer. Yes. Now, for those, for those of you that are not aware of what this is, their entire bodily movement to every dance <laughs> in every song was dictated by the violent swaying of the shoulders. Mind you, we're in the mosh pit, so there's actually not that much space. And in fact, almost everyone was shoulder to shoulder. But this person, through complete ignorance and arrogance and selfishness and complete stupidity, because they're an idiot of a human being, Mm. uh, commanded about... What, a square meter? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, What I love was that his friends were so accommodating of mm. it. They, They just totally got that that was his thing. And they just pushed away to give him space. I I made sure that as soon as it started impeding in my kind of personal space. Oh, yeah. um, Which I'd already reduced down because of the fact that I was in a mosh pit. But this selfish jerk piece of crap. And if they're listening, they can get royally far away. Yep. Um, Every now and then I'd either be putting my hand up in a like fist and like way and like fist bumping to the music and just try and either shoulder or nudge them back to where they were. <laughs> I'd either fold my arms and stick my elbows out so they'd be bouncing into my elbows, or I'd be sticking my feet into their heels to make sure that I kept kicking them forward. And it, that seemed to work the best. Oh yeah, the, the kicking the heels was They kept was shuffling one that further forward into their friend who had to deal with their stupidity and invasive nature. Um, but yeah, oh, what, what an I, idiot. I, I enjoyed putting my hand in the air and bouncing my <laughs> hand up and down, hitting him in the head. <laughs> Waiting for him to get oh, the hint of this person is a total piece of crap. Um, yeah, I really wish they weren't there. In fact, I'd have had... No, I'd have had as good a time, but it just would have been nice without... Uh, without the little bit of entertainment. Yeah. But you know what was truly entertaining? The opening acts. Yes, <laughs> yes, the opening acts. Because of course there were two. A, d- a different kind of entertaining we, to the killers. We had... Uh, yeah, different entirely. We had... Um, what was the first guy's name? Do we remember? <coughs> no, who cares what his name was, but it was awful. You, you liked him. Yeah, no, I liked he, him because I felt he, totally sorry for him. He'd ironed his pants. Had a massive crease in them. Done yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
and was clearly wearing a white puffy pirate shirt like the one from Seinfeld. But it had his sport coat over the top. Of course. Um, and he felt the need to introduce us to a very dear song of his. It was a song called Susan. And the way he described the song was a euthanasia disco song. Now, see, I, I know that sometimes if people just hear the word euthanasia, they actually think people mean youth, like young people in Asia. And I thought, and I there, <laughs> you in the audience, thought that maybe I'll give this guy a benefit of the doubt and just say, no. or assume that maybe he is actually referring to young people in Asia for this song. But no, he was, yeah, it's about uh, euthanasia. But, it, but in the form of a disco song that sounded nothing like a disco song. No, I don't think this guy... I, I, look, so he was a long-haired, scraggly kind of guy um, who thought he had style, thought he was really cool. Um, he had his bass player off to the side who got probably vi- like actually seriously uh, motion sickness. Or oh, yeah. Sick he, every time he rolled himself like he with... Hurl. Yeah. Um, and of course, uh, the drummer who was uh, really trying to uh, piece the whole lot together. Um, anyway, the songs were completely crap for this guy. And then, uh, of course, we cheered when it was his last song. Because wanted to get him off. I loved when, when he, oh, do you, do you guys want to hear more? No one cheered. But, but as soon as he said, all right, this is our last song. Dead song. <laughs> anyway, so then they wandered off the stage. And then out came some guy named... Alex, Alex Cameron. Cameron. Alex yeah. Cameron. With Roy Malloy on uh, the horns, as in the sex ring. And Roy and, got the biggest cheers oh, of the, the night. the whole <laughs> night, I think Roy got the biggest cheers, or the biggest chance anyway. The whole audience were chanting for him. for Because um, they came out for, obviously, Alex Cameron. And then obviously got brought out again during the Killers. Indeed. So everyone chanted for Roy Malloy, but no one cheered for Alex Cameron. Because he was a leather-clad kind of skeleton man. Uh, who, yeah, serious issues there. It looks like he'd, I, I likened his clothing to an old black leather couch that, uh, was by the side of the road on pickup day and he's just seen it and cut out, uh, laid down on it, drawn some chalk around him and then cut out the, the, the markings and stitched it together and made some clothes because it just looked like old yuck leather. Sounds pretty accurate. Yep. That he, was also, him. he also looked like... And I don't know if you picked up on this or not. I certainly felt he looked like one of the guys from the Inbetweeners. No, I didn't pick the, up on that. The irritating one, the little one with the bowl cut hair. I'm forgetting his Jay. name right now. Yeah, Jay. It yeah, like if, if Jay face, slicked his yeah. hair back, th- that would be it. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. Who else do you remind me of? Music you friend. Me, I don't know why, but for some reason I got like a much, much older Cillian Mur- or Chillian Murphy look. Is it Killian? Killian? Whoever. The I guy from um, Inception and Dunkirk and Sunshine and... And Scarecrow in Batman Begins. Yeah, that one as well. Yep. Uh, yeah, look. Alex Cameron was a bit of a loser as well and... Yeah, was a bit of a loser. But, of course, for Alex Cameron, he needed some supporters. And uh, up there on stage on uh, guitar once again was uh, our mate, long-haired pirate shirt guy with creases in his jeans. And he looked... 
Chris Pants. Yeah, he looked a bit pathetic because this time he wasn't the lead and he was this, just there supporting. And He was very sad. And the crowd was getting a little bit more into Alex Cameron and Roy Malloy and not really caring about what this guy was doing. And I felt sorry for him. He looked so pathetic off on the side and out of place. Looked like he didn't really know what he was doing. Um, the drummer from Old Mate's performance was also up there, this time on uh, the, the cowbell or something like that and the maracas and also the bongo drums. So that was nice. He had a second job. Mm. But the bass player had no no role to play. No. And of course, during The Killers, they then um, brought out Roy Malloy, Alex Cameron, and... Uh, who was it from The Vine? Oh, from The Vines? Yes. Because they, they did a... a, a that, was a, that was a separate thing altogether. Yes. And a surprise to us. Yeah. Yeah. Did The Vines come out and do a... Did a bit of a duet with them. Mm. Which, which was quite fantastic. cool. Fantastic. But no, overall, um, it was definitely an excellent night. We had a great time. Yes, uh, and I can suggest and recommend if you ever get the chance to see the Killers, or if the Killers are playing in your town, or if you're not sure if you should see them or not. Yes, yes, you should see them. The answer is definitely. 100% yes. Absolutely, you should see them. Uh, and in fact, that's in some ways, I mean, just because we haven't really thought about who we're going to give this next thing to, uh, I would... Oh Jesus! Okay, I'm gonna lay out some nominee nominees for you, this. You you can piece. lay them out, but okay, and I, you can probably see where I'm going with this. So, yep. uh, of course, if you'd like to be on the show, uh, leave us um, a hello or a comment on the Facebook page at Kent yep. and the Steering Team. And if you are on the show, it often more often than not leads to you getting the honor of Sick Kent of the Week. Woo! And here we are at that segment. Yep. Good transition. What? Yeah, fantastic transition. Jesus. We're on a roll get, today. If we don't get awards for this episode, I'm going to sue someone. Um, no. Probably the listener, uh, so I can get money. But that gives, gives some back to you when we're... Just, just the one. Just the one listener. Uh, <coughs> shout out to the go- those uh, in Norway, by the way, listening to this uh, yes, podcast. Hello, Norway. Hello, Norway. Coming at you sometime in the future, probably. Hope so. I will definitely be there. Um, <laughs> see Kent of the Week. So... There have been some remarkable human beings this week. There have. Uh, definitely not long-haired guy girl that was wearing corduroy overalls and dancing like a complete... Can we just call him Bob? Bob. Bob, uh, who was dancing like a complete word I can't say because it's not... Poli- no. Like a complete my cunt? Yeah. I was going to say spastic. Uh, just completed the word okay sure. no I said spaz and tick oh okay well spaz isn't exactly a good word spastic um, that's what I was getting at uh, so they're out can't be them couple of nominees first one long haired pirate looking guy with pant crease uh, pant crease um, second one Roy Malloy just cause no, actually, he got enough credit he doesn't deserve any more yeah wasn't no that, Roy, Roy he actually had wasn't his that, time he actually wasn't sun. that good and it's just because he had a saxophone and Females and homosexual I don't, men I don't like, like what the, he does with his mouth. The Killers have so many songs that have saxophone in it, and he didn't get to come out and play sax. Or well, because he sat on his ass for half the time when he was on stage anyway, and then would just stand up his bit and then go back to sit down instead of being part know, of the he ensemble. Just, he just tapped his fingers. Bloody Roy Malloy, actually, I didn't like him. Um, <laughs> or, of course, The Killers. They are my nominees. The Killers, because they're freaking legends. Pants, uh, pant crease guy with uh, pirate top and long buffy hair and looking pathetic because he looked pathetic and also I wanted to give him some credit and cheer for him even though he was a complete loser. Yeah, you, you don't want to give a nomination to Donald Trump after everything he's done for Korea? 
I think the killers get it this week. So the killers are this week's Sick Kents of the Week. Um, Congratulations, boys. We'd love to give you your award in person. Oh, please. Let, let's make that happen. Back, yep. I'll even let you sing a couple of songs. We'll, um, we'll have to leave that with our manager. Maybe um, maybe she can get onto that for us. Better get onto it. If she doesn't get onto that, I let go. Forget it. Just kidding. <laughs> Don't hate me. <laughs> um, she will kill you. Shout out to those in uh, Germany listening along as well. <laughs> Transition there. See? Yep. Yep. Friends. Uh, <laughs> yes. Any whom. Uh, Any whom. Um, that, yes. That, that, that is... That's another week, Tom. Yeah. If you would like to be a part of the show again, just send us a message. Or even if you just want to chill on the couch while we record an episode, that's cool too. Live studio audience. <laughs> yeah. Don't have to say anything. You can just chill and be a part of the experience with us. Isn't that right, Svenja? Well, you know, now it just looks like you might actually not even be here now. It just looks like we, you, we might just be bullshitting. She's there. She's sitting there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that has been another week of Kent and the Steering Team. What a week we've had. Oh, the killers. We saw Super Troopers 2. Donald Trump uh, helped instigate these chats between South and North Korea. Did we talk about the fact that we've seen Infinity War now? We've so we've both seen it now? Yeah, I think we spoke about that last week. Or did we talk about the fact that... No, we didn't. Because no, we, we went didn't. on Thursday to see You guys it. saw it after. Yeah, so no, we saw we went and saw All Infinity right. War. Brief, brief encapsulating <laughs> thing. We saw Infinity War. I wasn't too happy with some parts of it because it ran with the same sort of theme as all movies nowadays. Where an idiot uh, creates decisions. Um... Other than that, yeah. brilliant awesome film. Yeah, probably not. Just because it was a, it's a two-parter. It's building up to something bigger. It's like Harry Potter Seven. It was two parts. First part was not not as interesting as the second part. Um, to me, I didn't find it as interesting. It wasn't as active impact, obviously, because there's not as much information to go in that part. Um, it's still a trip worth making. To yes, the it was an awesome film. See it in the cinema for sure. But it's not in my top five Marvel movies. But there are a lot of movies from Marvel, and this is close to that top five. Now, unfortunately, we're not rolling out with the killers, even though we've talked about them a fair bit. But you can hear the sounds of our resident DJ Quads yeah, playing right now. There he is. And uh, as he begins to take us out for this week, we'll uh, be sure to see you again next time. Or not see you again, but hear you again. Maybe see you in person yeah. at some point. Uh, yeah. Thanks Never for know. listening, all. Uh, until next time. Yep.
Check it. 